0: The last person that we're going to cover is the least known of this journey. Uh, and his name is Abu Sahl, Burayda, bin husayb radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Abu Sahl, uh, Burayda bin Al-Husayb or Al-Hasib. So Burayda is the least known of this group and I want to talk about why I'm talking about him for a moment. How long was the Prophet in Mecca calling the people to Islam? A decade over a decade, right? And it was demoralizing, the public call of the Prophet Sallallahu it was demoralizing to the Muslims, of course, to be persecuted, to be run out, between the Muslims that fled to Abyssinia, the Muslims that were beaten to death in Mecca, the Muslims that were starved to death in the boycott, the Muslims that are now fleeing to Medina. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi leaves Mecca after this decade with not that many followers, right? And on top of that, ta'if happens. He went to Ta'if alayhi salatu and he didn't find the reception that he was expecting from them. Sallallahu wasallam. And the Prophet وسلم, is still thinking with the heart and mind of dawah, of calling to Allah subhanahu wa So as he's going through the desert here and proceeding, and Allah is protecting him from these enemies, Rasulullah وسلم, is not just thinking about protection. He's still thinking about the message, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He's always wearing that banner of da'wah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he has passed through the house of Umm A'bad radiallahu ta'ala Anha. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has escaped, or rather suraqa عنه, has escaped the Prophet in this regard. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi is at another point in his journey and they're finally starting to get close to Medina. Now obviously, the exhaustion of the journey, the tiredness of the journey, and subhanAllah, you're at that last stretch. And the Prophet wasalam, sees a tribe. Now, the chief of that tribe has a very imposing presence. And it's late at night, it's dark. And this could be it, right? He found him. And after this entire journey, someone's finally going to get that bounty from the Prophet Sallallahu being taken back to Mecca. So the Prophet Sallallahu as this man approaches, you know, SubhanAllah, the way that you carry yourself, it's not like suraqah where the Prophet Sallallahu makes dua against him, or things start to happen to him supernaturally. The Prophet Sallallahu just carries himself in a very interesting way. And Rasulullah ﷺ, before the man can ask him, Man ant, who are you? The Prophet Sallallahu says to him, Who are you? Man ant? And that is a way of actually owning the conversation, right? Because the pursued, the one who's running away, is going to start to flee in a different place. But if he says, Who are you? Man il qawm? Then that shows that there's nothing to worry about. So the Prophet starts the conversation with him and says to him, Man ant. And remember, Abu Bakr was right next to him. Like this can end at any moment. Someone can say, Oh, you're him? There's my hundred camels. So the man responds and he says, My name is Burayda. My name is Burayda. Now, what do you call uh, cold, cool water? What do you call it? What do you call not Dallas right now? Bart. right? Bureyda comes from the same root word. So the Prophet ﷺ is asking, what's your name? He says, my name is Burayda." So Rasulullah ﷺ turns to Abu Bakr. Like look at the, look at the way he's owning the conversation ﷺ, and he says, yeah, Abu Bakr, Barad amruna wasalah. Our affair just got cool <laughs> and rectified. Dharad amruna, right? So he used the play on the name of burayda and said things are good now. And this is the same thing when the Prophet ﷺ said, when he saw Suhaid Ibn Amr and he said, Sahula, Suhaid's name comes from easy. Our affair just got made easy, even though Suhaid radiallahu anhu was not an easy negotiator. But the Prophet ﷺ found optimism in all of these things. So look at the way the conversation is proceeding in the middle of the desert. And the Prophet SallAllahu says, Woman, uh, ain' Who do you belong to? So subhanAllah, look at how the conversation has started. Like, this man means no harm to us. Alhamdulillah, we're good. Like, we're travelers and we found goodness. So Buraida now said, And who are you? He said, I am Muhammad ibn Abdullah. The Prophet, sallallahu did not shy away, sallallahu alayhi wa I am Muhammad ibn Abdullah, Rasulullah, a messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And... I have come with a message of Islam. Qala man Islam? What's Islam? And the Prophet وسلم, gives him da'wah in that moment. Think about it. Now you've got a desert. You're a fugitive and you just revealed your identity and you're completely calm, composed. And now you're telling this message to these people in the middle of the desert. Rasulullah tells him what Islam is. One God, the Lord of the heavens and the earth, and I am his messenger who's receiving divine revelation. And my people have run me out of Mecca, and I'm going to another people. And Burayda hears the Prophet, ﷺ, and Burayda is a simple man. He says to him, How do I embrace your religion? How do I become one of you? So he says, You say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha Allah, wa Anna Muhammad Rasulullah. He said, Ashadu ilaha Allah, wa Anna Rasulullah. And Burayda says, Hold on. And he goes and he talks to his people, 70 people. And he tells them about Islam and all 70 of them follow their chief. So now on the way from Mecca to Medina, SubhanAllah, Buraida and his people have all become Sahaba in a moment. Meaning SubhanAllah, all of Mecca with its pain and its perse- persecution and its trouble from the relatives of the Messenger SallAllahu and now you have all of these people that are embracing Islam and captivated by the Prophet SallAllahu and they stayed with the Prophet. They learned the basics of Islam. And Rasulullah وسلم, has a jama'a now in the middle of nowhere <laughs> of 70 people. But again, he was close to Medina. And burayda says to the Prophet, وسلم, and where are you headed? You know, you should stay with us for some time. And the Prophet وسلم, explains that he's headed towards Yathrib at the time, which of course becomes Medina, and that the people are waiting for him in Quba. Burayda takes off his turban and he ties it to the staff of the Prophet Sallallahu He said, you should enter it with a, with a standard, right? You should enter it with uh, this, uh, this, this banner. And the Prophet Sallallahu takes it. And Banu Sahm, this tribe of burayda remains Muslim. And they will join the Prophet Sallallahu sometime after Uhud. So Buraidah will join the Prophet as a companion as well. And this tribe of people, SubhanAllah, in one moment, embraces Islam in a way that no group of people in Mecca embraced Islam with all of that da'wah and that trouble, which shows you, SubhanAllah, you never stop giving da'wah and you never underestimate the person right in front of you. Never underestimate the moment. Never underestimate the person that's right in front of you and the influence you can have on that person. SubhanAllah, that's 70 people that were saved from the fire in a moment with the messenger SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam and buraida, radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu he goes on to become a person from the simple conversation of هل fil Islam." do you want to learn about Islam? Buraida radiAllahu Anhu becomes a confidant to the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam. If you remember, if you go back and you listen to the biography of Juwayriya, radiAllahu Anha Buraidah was the one who the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi Wasallam sent to Benin Mustalq to basically ask around and, and ask what was happening. Why? Because burayda was not known to the people of Mecca, nor was he known to the people of Medina, and he wasn't known to Ben al-Mustaliq, so he was the perfect spy. So he just went around in Ben al-Mustaliq, and he asked, you know, what's going on here? And he learned as a spy that they were going to attack the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. They were planning to launch a surprise attack on the messenger Sallallahu So he becomes a trusted confidant of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. His being anonymous actually suits the mission that he would be given he goes on to become a great Mujahid to fight in, uh, in, in multiple battles. And he is one of the people, and this is subhanAllah so beautiful. He's one of the people that the Prophet ﷺ allowed to be a flag bearer on the day of Fatih Makkah, on the day of the conquest of Mecca. So you got people like Talha radiAllahu Anhu and these lofty companions from Mecca coming back. And then you have this unknown man from the desert, Buraidah radiAllahu Anhu walking proudly in front of the army alongside the Prophet SallAllahu And by the way, he also goes on to become a narrator of hadith. And so some of the ahadith from Abu Musa al-Ash'i anhu that we mentioned were narrated by burayda radiallahu ta'ala anhu. He narrates about 30 to 40 ahadith from his own radiallahu ta'ala anhu on behalf of the Prophet SallAllahu Alaihi He was one of those who went in Tabuk and the rest is history. And SubhanAllah, we learn through his story Another type of profile, the person who you look past. One of the messages that Allah gave the Prophet was to not look past people. You don't look past people. The Prophet could have easily seen this man as a nobody in the middle of a desert that he just needs to be from. But instead, he goes on to become a great companion of the Messenger and his people are saved from the fire as well. So just to recap on this journey of the hijrah of the Prophet Sallallahu it started off with the Prophet Sallallahu leaving Ali ibn Abi Talib radiAllahu Anhu in his bed and the humiliation of the Mushrikeen and the Prophet Sallallahu accompanied by Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiAllahu Anhu and Amr ibn fuhayra radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu and Abdullah ibn Urayqit radiAllahu ta'ala Anhu. And by the time the Prophet Sallallahu got to Medina, he had a miracle that was performed in the house of Umm A'bad radiallahu anha. He had a prophecy of the most powerful man in the world, the most powerful kingdom coming into or under Islam. And he had a tribe larger than any tribe that would have embraced him in Mecca in a moment in the middle of nowhere before he gets to Medina, sallallahu And then he enters into Quba And in each one of these incidents, there's a great lesson. And buraydah radiyallahu would go on to pass away as well uh, as a Muslim and is buried in al Madina. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with all of the companions of the Prophet sallallahu May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to be amongst those who are received by the Prophet sallallahu at his Hell, And that can behold him with that description of Umm ma'bad ta'ala anha. And that can be given the bushra by him the way he gave the bushra to Suraqa, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And that can be by his side and enter into Jannah in his ranks, the way that Buraida ta'ala anhu entered with his ranks into Mecca. Allahumma amin. This podcast was brought to you by Yaqeen Institute for Islamic Research. Dismantling doubts and nurturing conviction, one truth at a time. Tune in every week for the next episode and don't forget to subscribe to this channel and share with friends. Until next time, this has been The Firsts, the Forerunners of Islam.